Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. Now, unlike uh, some other organizations, we do allow copious amounts of drinking here. The show to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. So if any of you took Doug Martin early, there are flasks over there on the table. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Dear Lord, please help homeless friends understand that make-believe computer football is no excuse for using the internet to be mean. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago app, and 100.3 HD2. In the throes of week 12 of the NFL season and your fantasy football season, I'm Jeff Meller, and this is the Fantasy Football Show presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views, as always, here with you every Sunday morning, starting at 8 a.m., 8 to 9 a.m., helping you set your fantasy football lineup, 312-332-3776. If you've got a dilemma, you want to bounce off of me, you can also hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. You can watch us on Twitch, ESPN 1000 Chicago, right there for you. And, of course, the old-fashioned way right there on the radio, or you probably heard in the previous promo on HD as well now. So check us out in a variety of options. Also, ESPN Chicago, the app. Get that. That's a great way to listen as well. All right, let's go. It's time to get things underway on the Fantasy Football Show. Jeff Miller gets it going with first and ten. Tannehill on time, catch and run. A.J. Brown is a blur. So yesterday, the Titans placed A.J. Brown on injured reserve. He will not be available for their matchup against the Patriots. Of course, dealing with that chest and rib and even hand injury, probably for the best at this point. No need trotting him out there. That's always the problem with a guy who's severely injured when they do go out there for fantasy purposes is trying to determine, especially a player of A.J. Brown's caliber, whether or not you should continue to use him. Well, the Titans made the... Decision easy for you. There is no decision to be made. He's going to be on injured reserve and gone for at least three weeks. So pretty big blow as far as the Tennessee Titans wide receiving options. Honestly, there's nobody out there. I'm going to tell you to start. You can't start anybody from those options right now that the Titans are putting out there, especially without Derrick Henry. It is problematic for that Titans offense, which today heads to Foxborough to take on a Patriots defense that is really meshing well right now and coming together. So AJ Brown owners, you're out, you're without him for at least the next three weeks. And again, like I said, though, probably saves you a bit of a headache at this point because you don't have to worry about whether or not you should be starting an injured player. Jones, look at that balance. Aaron Jones, see ya. All right, now, so this one's interesting. Aaron Jones is currently listed as questionable with that knee injury, but he wants to play apparently against the Rams today. Of course, it is a 325 game, so that means it's going to be a huge headache. It sounds like the Packers organization would like him to skip this week because they have the bye next week. So their thought process is, even though he's done some work this week, they'd rather him get the knee right this week, take the week off, have a, have a full extra two weeks to take off. But 
He's pushing to play, and it sounds like he may be a game-time decision. I would advise it's one of those tough situations, especially because we've already had three games go off because of Thanksgiving, which means your options have been reduced as possible alternatives in case Aaron Jones doesn't go. So you better have someone in hand at this point if you're going to wait it out on Aaron Jones because I am concerned even though he wants to play. It sounds like the game-time decision aspect of that uh, could wreak havoc with your lineup. And again, it's the 325 game. You know, I, I suppose if you're waiting on like maybe you have Javante Williams in your back pocket, that's a 305 game. So maybe if you want to wait out on Aaron Jones, if he's going to play, you have Williams on your roster. That's a possibility that you could could work off of. So that's something you could maybe do there. But again, it's um it's going to be a game time decision for Aaron Jones. Out of the pistol, Mayfield, the soft toss, catch, hunt, touchdown, Kareem Hunt. On the catch and run for 15 yards, the Browns add to their lead. Welcome back, Kareem. He has been activated from injured reserve. That happened yesterday. Hunt, of course, has been sidelined with that calf strain that he suffered against the Cardinals way back in week six. He's officially back. He's listed as questionable, but expected to play tonight against the Ravens. So there's a player who, you know, I I was going to say there's an option in a later game that you might want to wait out. Um, if you're waiting on Aaron Jones, if you have both. But I would say this, at this point, I think I would probably roll with Kareem Hunt this week over Aaron Jones if it were my decision. There it is, Mitchell. Pushing the pile. And got in there. the ball. Touchdown 49ers. And they've taken the lead for the first time. Good news for the 49ers and Elijah Mitchell fantasy owners out there. He's expected to play against the Vikings today. Um, he just had surgery for that fractured finger. So you imagine he gets out there. It's not a lower body injury of any sort. So you'd imagine he'll just get right back out there. And essentially, I would expect him to be the lead runner for the Niners. Now, he's an option you could turn to if Aaron Jones does not go. If you have him on the bench, I will say this. I think I'd prefer Aaron Jones over Mitchell today until we see Mitchell back out there and what his workload is because if you've been following the 49ers running game now, Jeff Wilson is back in the mix, certainly. Trey Sermon got a little bit of run last week, so you have to wonder, scratch your head a bit, if he's going to be involved as well. And oh yeah, by the way, the most effective runner in terms of garnering yardage on carries the last two weeks, last two weeks, has been Debo Samuel lining up in the backfield. And he's explosive. You can see why the 49ers want to get him the ball. He runs. He isn't a very effective running back. Honestly, if they just moved him to running back, he'd probably be a top 15 running back the way he's run the ball the last two weeks. So Debo Samuel is the guy who I think you have to be concerned about if you're Elijah Mitchell. I do wonder if maybe they'll cut back a little bit on Samuel's carries now that they have Mitchell back. But until we see it on the field, I'd be a little bit reluctant to use Mitchell. But if you're desperate, it sounds like he's going to be a go in that 325 game today at home against the Vikes. Looking deep downfield, Matt Ryan finding Cordero Patterson, and Patterson's got a touchdown. Ryan to Patterson, 42 yards, and the Falcons have an 9-0 lead. All right, this one is this one's a bit scary for me. I have Patterson actually in a couple of leagues. He has been a godsend for fantasy owners out there, but he's got the questionable tag. And as I mentioned, I believe last week, 
it's a high ankle sprain. And so he practiced on a limited basis all week. But I'm always concerned about plugging in guys, even if they're active, who are returning from high ankle sprains if it's in a quick period of time. And that's exactly what it would be for Curdale Patterson. Now, I believe the Falcons have not scored in something like six quarters since Patterson left the game uh, because of injuries. So clearly, if he's out there, they're probably going to make an effort to get him the football. But again, I'm always a little bit scared with high ankle sprains. So if you've got any decent option, I think I would probably turn elsewhere, even if Cordero Patterson happens to be healthy and available for the Falcons today uh, in that noon game. Mark Ingram sets to the right. Jackson wants to throw, has all day going deep down the middle of the field, looking for Hollywood Brown. He's got him. Dolphins 30, leg race 20, and he's going to score. Hollywood Brown, his second touchdown on his second catch in the NFL. 83 yards, and the Ravens are on fire. Got a throwback rookie touchdown from Marquise Hollywood Brown, and that highlight Brown looks like uh, throwing back. He will be back this week for the Baltimore Ravens, along with Lamar Jackson, who the Bears, well, I was going to say dodged a bullet, but clearly it didn't matter when uh, Huntley goes out there and beats you anyway. So Lamar Jackson returns for the fantasy owners out there, but Marquise Brown, he's Lamar, obviously, you lock him into your lineup and get him in there and ready to go whenever he's active. Marquise Brown will be back. He had a, uh, a big game the last time. He had an opportunity to play against the Browns, and so the fact that uh, he will be back out there, he's been much better as of late. I think uh, I would use Marquise Brown today if you were waiting and wondering if you should. That is a late-night game, but uh, it looks like he so- looks and sounds like he's going to go, so uh, I would not hesitate to use Marquise Brown today. Stevenson, first down and more inside the 10. All right, so the Patriots running back situation, it's week 12, it's 2021, and my oh my, it feels like we've been here before because we have deja vu. Patriots running backs are always a nightmare. Now, Ramondre Stevenson sounds like, if anything, he'd be the one who would potentially not play today, although even though Harris and Stevenson were listed as questionable this week throughout the week, they both got run in during practice so I expect both to be active today now that is the noon game the Titans and Patriots and I will say this Damian Harris is ever so slight it's a it is a 1a 1b situation here Ramondre Stevenson really took advantage of the opportunity that he had when Damian Harris missed a week due to a concussion and Stevenson ran well and then you saw last week when they played the Thursday night game against the Falcons you saw it was you know virtually a straight split between Harris Stevenson and I mentioned it at the top how well they they're playing defensively well the fact that they're playing well defensively, you've got a perfect complement in that running game with both Harris and Stevenson. So, uh, honestly, I think they're both viable options in fantasy lineups because running back is so difficult to find real, you know, useful pieces. So, I think both are on the table for starting options. If you're choosing between the two, which I am in a league, uh, I'm going to go with Damian Harris because I think you know he's the first guy out there on the field. But I'll admit. 
it's certainly possible if Stevenson runs well that he could either garner a few more carries or have the better day because I think it's going to be pretty close to a straight split between these two going forward as long as they're both healthy. And so that is a huge headache for all the fantasy football owners out there, but nothing that we have any control over. Barkley again. Barkley, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Giants. All right, good news. Sounds like Saquon Barkley is going to be back and available for the Giants. He left last Monday night's game against the Bucks with an ankle injury, but uh, he is back and it sounds like ready to play today. So Saquon Barkley owners can uh, breathe deeply because it looks like he will be available against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles today. Who will be without this man? Oh, shit. Howard again, another hole. Boy, they are gush, uh, gashing the Saints defense up the middle right now. 13 more yards. All right, so Jordan Howard has already been ruled out with that knee injury, and that means that more run for Miles Sanders. But I will say that I'm a little bit – I'm not in love with starting Miles Sanders these days if you don't have to because the truth is that Jalen Hurts is clearly a huge goal line vulture. So he scored three last week. I think he's got six on the year. And the Eagles offense is certainly running much better as of late, allowing him to be their goal line back. So, you know, Miles Sanders, I think that caps his upside, even without Jordan Howard in the lineup. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. On the move. A lot of time. Directing traffic. Going to go deep. Has a man deep. It is caught for the touchdown. Corey Davis. Harder. Shoving at the goal line. It's a touchdown. Corey Davis downgraded to doubtful yesterday with that groin injury, so I don't expect him to roll. We already know that Michael Carter is out because he was placed on injured reserve. That means that both Ty Johnson and Tevin Coleman potentially step into the backfield. Ty Johnson would be the name that I would prefer ever so slightly. I I think Tevin Coleman might see more carries, but I like Ty Johnson better as a player and definitely as a pass-catching option. So if you're choosing between the two, I guess I would go with Ty Johnson this week before we see it play out on the field. But um, I think Tevin Coleman is a potential piece if you're desperate, absolutely desperate, against the Houston Texans today. All right, there are your most important injuries that you need to be aware of. 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Meller, taking your calls next. Is your tight end in or out? Don't answer that. Is your backfield in good shape? Uh, Never mind. Welcome back to ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. ESPN 1000. I am Jeff Meller. You can hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. Or you can reach us via the good old-fashioned phone line, 312-332-3776. Let's check in with Bo, who's in Evergreen Park. Hey, Bo, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. All right, this is Bob. Um, Jeff, Bobby. good morning. Listen, I got a listen quick Bob. Listen, my, listen Bobby. Pool. I call all the Bobs I know Bo. Go ahead. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, okay, flex, standard scoring, um, Miles Gaskin going up against a tough Carolina defense, or Michael Pittman Jr.? 
Yeah, for me, it's a pretty easy call. I'm going with Michael Pittman Jr. I just like the way he's been the focus of their passing game. Certainly, when Jonathan Taylor goes crazy, you know, that's going to limit his opportunities. But I think Michael Pittman has shown you over the last five to six weeks that he is a player you want in your lineup. So uh, for me, it's definitely I'm going with the better player in that situation. Miles Gaskin's fine, but I just don't love him personally as a player. So I would go ahead and use uh, Michael Pittman, Bob. Uh, let's try Nancy, who's in Burbank. What's going on, Nancy? Hi, I'm actually I'm in I, Lake in the Hills. I see that. You know what? My bad, Nancy. <laughs> right, right on my on my call screen, right below you is Nathan, who's in Burbank. We'll get to oh. him next. So that <laughs> was my okay. bad. But what's going on, Nancy? So I have Cordell Patterson as my flex, mm-hmm. um, and I have well, I actually have three options, but Hunter Henry is questionable, so sure. I'm not sure. Which leaves me with DJ Dallas. Or Jarvis Landry. So you're if if you're saying if Henry doesn't go because I'm with you, I would definitely use Henry over Dallas or Landry. Yes. Yeah, and I. So the Seattle Seahawks running back situation is a mess. I just don't yes. right now. I don't think you can feel comfortable about counting on him. I think I would use Landry if uh, Henry doesn't go. But even though he's questionable, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him active today, Nancy. Oh, awesome. All right. So, well, thank so yeah, you. Yeah, definitely Henry and then Landry if he's not available. All right. I said it a second ago. Let's go on out to Burbank for real this time and say hello to Nate. What's up, Nate? Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure, man. Hey, uh, uh, A-Rod against a tough uh, Rams D or, or Cam. Are we, are we buying mm-hmm. it to Cam already? So, and then I need a, a quick follow-up. Uh, so, yeah, and in, in, I am buying into Cam and what he can give you. But I said it last week, and we were rewarded if we were able to go that route. E, Aaron Rodgers is somebody I just don't bench. You know, um, Cam Newton might outscore him. I'm not going to lie. There's, that's always on the table because of his ability to run, Nathan. But I personally, the way I play it, when I've got someone like Aaron Rodgers, there's just too many big weeks that he's going to – have the possibility to give give you so I can't I can't ever bench him you know I'm not I'm just not gonna there's it's I guess every once in a while there might be a situation where he if he's playing the top defense in the league that year and it's just you know a brutally windy day maybe then I'll I'll go ahead and bench Aaron Rodgers but for the most part I'm just gonna roll him out there most weeks and you know the Rams even though they've got some stud defensive names they're still a defense that's been getting torched plenty this year. So I'd use Aaron Rodgers over Cam Newton just because I don't think you can trust Cam with the way he throws the ball just yet when it's him versus Rodgers as your options. Good deal. Uh, how about if uh, if Patterson goes? Should I? Uh, it's, it's a flex. Him or Fournette? So I think I'd play it a little bit safer, Nathan, and use Fournette. Uh, I mentioned at the top there, my problem is that you know, Cordell Patterson, the high ankle sprain is, is one of the few injuries that really does scare me uh, using a guy when he's active. I kind of like to see them play if it's been a short period of time. Now, if they had the full, you know, four to six weeks that they took off and then they're returning, it's a little bit different story. But we're essentially talking about two weeks where Cordell Patterson sprained the ankle. And I'm always concerned that, you know, that's that's a situation where even if he's out there, he may not be the player that uh, he's come to show us that he is this season. So I personally, I played a little safer in those situations, and I'm actually in my in the two leagues I have him. I'm not using him this week. I want to wait and see before I go ahead and put him out there. So that's the way I'm handling it, Nathan. Let's try Gerald, who's in Hoffman Estates. Hey, Gerald, you're on uh, the Fantasy Football Show. Uh, yes, good morning. I have a couple of questions for you. First, I have a question about a quarterback. I need one of these three guys. I've got... Uh, Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. 
Cam Newton and Burroughs. Uh, the addition is the guy I'm up against has Lockett, and I don't know if that would make a difference with Wilson. Yeah, so personally, not much, especially the way Russ has kind of been playing as of late. I don't, you know, you've got a couple decent options there. So I would yeah. still use Burrow. I know uh, the Steelers' defense is one of those ones that sometimes you don't love to go against, but uh, I would use Joe Burrow. I think. Uh, that Bengals offense has been humming as of late. And, you know, Joe Mixon had the big week last week, but I think Joe Burrow is probably the safest play of those options he gave me. So I'd use him. Okay. Uh, Tidying question real quick, Hickby or Fryermuth? In that scenario, I'm going to use Pat Fryermuth. I like the fact that he's been, you know, really involved in that passing game. And even though I don't love Ben as the guy throwing him the ball these days, He's been targeting Fryermuth specifically near the goal line. So that's really what you're looking for when you're starting a tight end, too, is somebody who is, you know, a, a high-volume red zone target, and that's what Pat Fryermuth seems to be becoming in Pittsburgh. Let's try our man Tom, who's in Romeoville. Tommy, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning, man. i got a flex question. Full-point PPR between four guys, Brandon Ayuk, Cordell Patterson, Kareem Hunt, and Michael Pittman, but I also got uh, Chubb as my number one running back. All right, so and you need one of those four, Tom. Yeah, one of the four for yeah, flex, so, full point PPR. So I'm def- we're definitely Patterson taking him out of the mix just for all the things that I laid out there previously. Um, and then in that scenario, I guess I, I'm, I'm leaning ever so slightly to Pittman because I kind of even though I think most weeks I would give you Hunt if everything were equal, but the fact that we haven't seen him play yet. Uh, and maybe would play a little bit safer and just use Pittman this week because of the PPR format and wait on Hunt for one week. Awesome. Thanks, bro. All right. Thank you. Let's try. Let's go on out to Lockport and say good morning to Pete. Peter, what's going on, man? Hey, it's a super flex league, full PPR. Mm-hmm. I need one in my flex position. I need uh, Matt Ryan, uh, Damian Harris, Elijah Mitchell, or Jameson Crowder. Yeah, boy, that's okay. So let's definitely uh, take Crowder out of the mix there. And then, um, again, I mentioned Mitchell. I'm concerned about the way Debo Samuel is running the ball so well for the 49ers. So for me, it really comes down to Matt Ryan versus Damian Harris. And I still I know it's been so disappointing the last couple weeks. They seem to be lacking so many options without Ridley now, without, you know, whether or not Patterson's truly healthy. But I think in a super flex league, Pete, I need a really, really great reason not to use the quarterback because even bad quarterbacks, even if they're playing poorly, can still find their their way into you know a two touchdown game fairly easily just based on you know even if a game gets out of hand sometimes. And so in super flex formats, Pete, there is almost no scenario where I can find myself not using the quarterback again unless it's like a complete disaster for him. And I know that's probably what you're probably looking at Matt Ryan like Meller. It is a complete disaster. But still, I think the problem is the option of Damian Harris there. He's got Ramondre Stevenson in the mix. So because of that, I would say I would use Matt Ryan. Let's try Aaron, who's in Minneapolis. Hey, Aaron. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good, man. Um, good. I got two questions, two leagues, six and five in both leagues. Um, one league I've got the quarterback question uh, would be Lamar Jackson or Cam Newton. Yeah, I'm, I, I can't. I can't put Lamar on the bench, you know. Right. Nah, that okay, one's pretty good. easy. Yep. And then in my second league, um, I'm looking for a flex uh, since uh, Brown is out. I've got, uh, and it's no no PPR, so I have Brandon Cook. Okay. Um, Devontae Foreman, running back for Tennessee. Sure, Devontae Or Elijah Moore, uh, Elijah Moore, wide receiver for the Jets. 
Yeah, so you know what? With uh, Tyrod Taylor back, I like Cooks. Uh, you know, Moore was obviously really big last week, but that was without Zach Wilson throwing him the ball. You know, still don't love what I've seen from Zach Wilson just yet. So I think I would, um, you know, I want to see Elijah Moore do it with Zach Wilson uh, before I'm ready to just put him in the lineup. I like Cooks to vet with, uh, with Tyrod Taylor throwing him the football. I think uh, it's a little bit safer play there. 312-332-3776 if you want to jump in. Let's try Mike in Mount Prospect. Mike, it was great to see you last Sunday. What's going on, man? It was great, Jeff. Thanks so much. <clears throat> I'm going to ask two quick questions. One, the same one I asked uh, last week, I, uh, Pittman versus uh, Elijah Moore, and Elijah put up 30 and Pittman put up four. But, you know, I was leaning towards Pittman, too. So Pittman's at, uh, playing against Tampa Bay at home. Elijah Moore's up against a good, uh, uh, terrible team, Houston. So yeah. Yeah, give, but, give me your pick. Yeah, so, but, yeah, but, you know, let's be honest. The Bucks, they're secondary with all the injuries they've been Hit by their secondary is absolutely atrocious. You can throw on the Bucks. Um, I'm using Pittman. Uh, a lot of the same reasons I mentioned with the previous caller there. Elijah Moore, I'm just, you know, it's Zach Wilson throwing him the football. And it was sure that, yeah. that last week was big. But, you know, yes, we, we, can't, we, we <laughs> you, you can't always just chase the points from last week. So uh, uh, no, I'm going to go with Pittman there, Mike. Okay. And a quick one, uh, Elijah Mitchell or Ty Johnson? I'm, I'm Yeah. Sure, injuries. sure. Yeah, no, no, no. And, uh, you know, that's that's a case where I've been kind of talking down Elijah Mitchell just a little bit today. Um, I am concerned about Debo Samuel in the backfield, but I would still use Mitchell over Ty Johnson because, you know, even though it looks like Ty Johnson is probably going to be the big, biggest beneficiary of the loss of Michael Carter, uh, let's, you know, Tevin Coleman's still there. They, they may still continue to use Ty Johnson as the receiving back. And so because of that, I... I I'm going to use Elijah Mitchell over uh, over Ty Johnson today. Okay, Jeff. Thanks again. Thank you, Mike. Uh, he came out and uh, said hello to Dion Miller and me last week when we were hanging out at the Points Bet Sportsbook out in Mount Prospect. So it was pretty cool to meet a uh, avid listener. And uh, again, we will be doing some more uh, events at Points Bet Sportsbook locations throughout the season. A couple more coming. So uh, make sure. You're uh, listening, and I'll give you more information when we get out. And come on, say hello. It's always fun to meet the listeners, put a face to that voice that we hear so often. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show. Plenty more calls next. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. He's listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's 312-332-3776. This is The Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Sunday morning with you on ESPN 1000. This is the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Jeff Meller. Here every Sunday during the football season from 8 to 9 a.m. So make sure that uh, you make it your Sunday morning routine. Checking out the uh, Twitch right now. Again, ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch. Uh, Barnsley FC just threw out the uh, question. So his opposition has given up for the season. Should the league commissioner be able to change the team lineup? And I will say... 
It sucks whenever you have somebody in your league who has completely gone MIA because whether their season got away from them or maybe they're playing in too many leagues and that league just wasn't going well, so they abandon it um, and they have an orphan team. If that's the case, I, I, I do. I really hate that. But I don't think your commissioner should really go in and set the lineup. And the problem is because now the the, the, the commissioner is putting them in. I guess if I can – you have to, I think, vote on it as a league to determine what you want to do. The problem is, like, you're you're in week twelve now, so we're probably talking Barnsley three or four weeks right left in your regular season. And you, unfortunately, I, I imagine whatever he does, obviously, if he's if he's going to go ahead and, and set the lineup, he will do so for the remainder of the season. I would advise if that's the case, he shouldn't really be making any decisions. If anything, just go by whatever format, go with whatever the highest projected total for each player is so that there's no arbitrary lineup decisions that he's making. So if he's going to do it, I think he has to go with the the highest projected point total for every player at every position that that team has. And, you know, I don't love it, but if you want to maintain integrity of the league so that nobody, none of those three or four teams get a free win, I'm a, I can understand it, but I really don't love the idea because, you know, then all of a sudden what happens is your commissioner going to go ahead and, and you know, retroactively plug in players if somebody started a guy on a buy. So it gets a little tricky. I don't love it, honestly, but if you want to maintain integrity of the league and the rest of you know for the most part the the i'd say the majority of your league mates are are okay with it then i then it's fine but it's certainly not something i not an idea i love uh let's head back out to the phones and say hello to tom who is in bridgeport hey tommy hey jeff how you doing today buddy very I well got, very I got well. two questions for you okay mm-hmm. uh, i need one of these three in a non-ppr jerry judy higgins or uh, Stevenson, running back from New England. Okay. And would you cut? Would you cut Ryan Tannehill for Big Ben? Um. Yeah. You know, I think at this point where we're at, unless, uh, unless Tom, it's you know, you can wait it out till the play. It, it, like, is this for a backup quarterback or just you? You starting him? Well, uh, I usually start him, but he's on a bye next week, and he's he's really banged up on his. Uh, Receivers now. No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's why I was, you know? like, like Ryan Tannehill. I'd probably prefer if we get to like week fifteen or sixteen and it's playoffs. And I'm, I'm assuming that AJ Brown and and Julio Jones will be back in the right. mix by then. But, right. but if we're just talking for the next three or four weeks, then yeah, and you might have to use them. Then Ben Roethlisberger is definitely my preference because yeah. what yeah. Ryan Tannehill is working with right now is not really you know, a viable offense for fantasy purposes. So, yeah, I, I prefer Ben over Ryan Tannehill for the next three or four weeks, for sure. Good. And, and then, then how about the uh, one out of three? Sir, the- uh, of those options, I think I would say I would probably use Judy. I kind of, I want to say Stevenson, but the PPR format makes me reluctant. So um, I, I think I personally would use Judy at this stage uh, over Stevenson. Now, if for some reason, now this is not not the case today, but you know, if for whatever reason Damian Harris does miss, you know, week Stevenson gets plugged in right away as like a definite must play because right. he showed you what he's capable of uh, a couple weeks ago. I, I was it against the Jets. I'm trying to remember who he stepped in and, and basically was the lead back. So, but with working with Harris still in the lineup, I, I'd use Judy right now, Tom. Okay, thanks, Jeff. All right, Thank good you. luck. Thanks. 
Let's try uh, another regular, our man Dave, who's in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. What's going on, Dave? I'm sorry, Elk Grove. Elk Grove. What's going on, Dave? How was your Thanksgiving, Jeff? Uh, pretty good. How about you? Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, you and know, I, got, uh, I will sm- say the one problem was the Bears played. You know, so the, and we had to we were subjected to that, and the entire nation was. But but aside from that, Dave, it was good. At least Mooney came through for me on uh, Thursday, so that was nice. There you go. I got two small questions here. Uh, I got a flex, Marquise Browner, Ayuk, and then a defense, Cincinnati or Miami. And just one quick thing. At my league, we had that happen where guys uh, failed to change their teams in like the last three or four weeks because they were out. So about seven years ago, in our league, first thing draft night, I tell everybody the last four weeks of the season so nobody falls off. I do put in the highest-ranked person in that spot, so that does not happen because it could affect somebody sure. making the playoffs or not making the playoffs. Sure, no, I, I hear you there, Dave. You know what I like is, and that's a, that's a that's a good way to do it too. I also like to um, ask for if, if you're starting a new league where you know you, you're not necessarily you don't know how reliable some of the uh, managers are. One thing I like to do at the start of the season is I basically make uh, the the people put down a security deposit. I say, you know what, whatever the, whatever the league entry fee is, give me an additional 25% so that if you, ter- if you do do that, guess what happens? We're going to give the amount of money that uh, you put up. You, you forfeit your deposit, and then all of a sudden, if you, the last three or four weeks, become an, uh, an owner that's not putting in the time because, like you just said, it affects the rest of the league, well, then you forfeit your security deposit, and we roll that into the prize money. Sometimes, depending on how the situation, sometimes we divvy it up and we give it to the uh, rest of the owners that are mo- mostly primarily affected. But for the most part, I, I, ha- I don't have to deal with it too often because usually that additional you know, entry fee just forces people to set a lineup. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's one way yeah. I like to handle it. But obviously, you have to have the foresight to do that ahead of time. You can't, right? You, you know, nothing you can do once the season's begun. Um, I think I would use Marquise Brown over Ayuk. I like, you know, I've been talking up Ayuk now that he's finally uh, back in the good graces of Kyle Shanahan. But Marquise Brown, for me, when healthy and out there, is so dynamic. And he's clearly taken uh, a step up in terms of what he's capable of and shown people this year. So he's back out on the, expected to be back out playing tonight. So I would use Marquise Brown over Ayuk. And, and how about Cincinnati or Miami D? Which one would you fly with there? Boy, I think I would probably use Miami's defense because they've been pretty good of late. Um, but, you know, it's one of those situations where it's hard. Defensively, I'm usually looking to try and pick on quarterbacks more than anything else. And between Cam Newton and Ben Roethlisberger, neither guy kind of stands out at me as a guy who, who's a, who's a must-start defense against. So uh, I think I'd use the Dolphins' defense a little uh, just based on the way they've been playing as of late. Let's try Brad, who's in Lyle. Hey, Brad, you're on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Jeff. How are you, my friend? Doing well. Good, good. Hey, I got a starting quarterback question here. Uh, full point PPR: Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts? Boy, so you know this is a situation where I'm still using Lamar. I know how good Jalen Hurts <laughs> has, has been, but you know, for me, that's all about upside. And I, I they're still they've figured things out in Philadelphia, at least how they want to run their offense. But and it's it, you know I. I might consider Hurts more if you weren't 
dealing with another stud running quarterback. You know what I'm saying, Brad? But Lamar Jackson has just as much, if not more, running upside than Jalen Hurts does. So, you know, I I know that maybe the Cleveland um, defense is, you know, a little bit more concerning for you. But, you know, as opposed to the Giants. But I just can't put Lamar Jackson on the bench when he's starting. Understood. I'll take your advice, Jeff. All right, thanks, Brad. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, man. That's the way, and you know, that's the way I play it. I'll be honest. Like some, I'm, I don't allow myself to get upset when I'm starting my studs if, if for whatever reason, someone on the bench outscores them. You know, for every time you want to toggle between Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson, you know, you'll be lucky if you're correct over fifty percent of the time. Half the time. The matchup might look enticing, but the truth is that the games, the way the games unfold, you never quite know how it's, you know, even though we like to pretend like we know exactly what's going to happen, the truth is we're very bad at predicting the future. And so I just, I try and roll, when I have studs at positions, I just roll with them. I, Harris is a great backup to have in case anything happens, like last week with Lamar, and all of a sudden you can't use him. But week in and week out, I'm going to start the guys I deem studs and Lamar Jackson is absolutely that. 312-332-3776. One more segment to go here on the ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller, the Fantasy Football Show, here every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. The Fantasy Football Show with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. With you here on ESPN 1000, I'm Jeff Meller. The Fantasy Football Show presented by Twin Peaks. Usually right around 10 o'clock, I'm up with the pregame show with Dion Miller, the points bet pregame show, but no Bears game today. So no pregame coverage to give you, which means that Fred Hubner and Brian Hanley will be with you starting at 10 a.m. So I'm sure they'll be talking lots about the, I'm sure there'll be plenty of recaps still from the Bears Thanksgiving Day game along with plenty of NFL previews, some Bulls talk. I'm sure Freddie and Brian will bring it, uh, sneak in a little bit of baseball action as well. That's just the way they do things. So they're up at 10 o'clock, so make sure you keep it locked on ESPN 1000. But until then, taking your fantasy football calls, let's try Lou, who's in Elk Grove. Louie, you're on ESPN 1000. Morning, Jeff. I doing? got a um, one-point PPR flex question. Uh, I played Schultz at a uh, tight end on Thursday, and uh, nice. kind of hope, counting on uh, Pat Cordero Patterson to play. Okay. So, tight end options here. I got either Mike Gusecki, uh Damian Harris, or Alex Collins for that for that flex spot. Yeah, and it's uh, it's PPR, right, Lou? Yeah. Boy, that's where it's, for me it comes down to Gusecki versus Harris here. <sighs> Boy, the, and you know it's just the, the PPR format. It really hurts Harris because he's lucky to get one or two catches, if that. And now right. that Ramondre Stevenson is in the mix, Gasecki generally, you know, can be a pretty strong option for you in PPR. So I think I would use Gasecki against the Panthers today. Uh, you know, primarily because with Stevenson in the mix, it looks like Harris is in a, you know almost a straight platoon right now these days, and right. uh, and you can't really blame Belichick because it's effective. You want 
you want the the running backs who are out there who you know you keep them fresh um, throughout the game wears down the defense. So it's a great option for an actual team to have two great running backs. But for our fantasy purposes, it, you know, it's really uh, a headache. So I think I would use, I would yeah. use Gasecki just because of the PPR scoring format. You know, really hurts Harris's upside. Sounds good. Thanks, man. Thank you, Lou. Appreciate the call. Let's try Sean, who's in Roscoe Village. Hey, Sean, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Uh, happy you of them. Wolverine victory yesterday. Ah, um, yes, it was uh, it was unexpected to say the least. I think most uh, people were very surprised. Jim Harbaugh got his first head coaching win against Ohio State yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm feeling pretty good this morning, but Absolutely. I've got a black question: uh, Jalen Waddle or um, uh, let's see, Jalen Waddle. Or it would be... It says Bar- uh, Barkley on the screen, Sean. Is that right? Yeah, Barkley. Sorry, yeah. So, so, no, no, no worries. No worries. Um, so, I, I still can't, like, you know, Barkley's going to play. Uh, I can't put him on the bench. I, you know, Jalen Waddle's obviously been better as of late as well, but I still, like, you know, when Barkley's, I know, it's when, it, you know, it didn't look good last week against the Bucks, clearly, but I, I have to envision they're going to do a better job of working him into the offense. Um, so I'd, I'd still use Barkley over Waddle, Sean. Because yeah, it's a one-point PPR, so... Ugh. I know, but Barkley, honestly, if anything, that's partially where he's he's so effective, you know what I mean, in, in the PPR format because of his ability okay. to catch the football. So I, I, I know it's it's been frustrating as a Barkley owner. Trust me, I, I hear you. I've I've lived yeah, it with... Waddle's a target hog. No, you're right. You're, listen, Listen, it's listen, Sean. I, I, if you feel strongly, I, I like this is one where I, I can't give you like a clear cut. You have to start Saquon Barkley. It's personally, you know, you, we've been waiting it out so long. Finally, got Barkley back out on the field last week, but he is, you know, he's been banged up and dealing with issues. So, like, because it's the full point PPR, you know, I think you feel safe knowing that Waddle's going to get you five to six, five, five to six, five to six catches minimum. What's on my mind, right, Sean? But I think yeah. uh, I think I'd still use Barkley personally, but I can't give you a strong you know fight against Waddle because you're right he he is clearly the number one option. The problem for him is you know it's all that short stuff that they're running. You know they're eight nine yard out uh, yeah, eight exactly. nine yard routes, and for the most part you know unless he scores a touchdown, I feel like the upside is capped for Waddle. So I think I would use Barkley, but I can't fight you too strongly on Waddle. Okay. All right. Sorry. Probably not. So you probably want something a little more definitive on the, in that situation. But uh, what can I say? I, I have to be honest. It's it's kind of a toss up there. Let's go on out to. Uh, is it Marcon? Marcon? How do you say this? Marson. 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 Marson and Displains. What's going on, man? How you doing? Good show. Thank you, man. A uh, long time listener. Called a few times, but I have a couple questions for you. I have a running back question. Uh, let's just say it's a standard league. Scoring system is a little different than most people use. Okay. So I have four running backs. I have Chubb and Hunt, Harris from Pittsburgh, and Mixon. I need to start two of them. Oof. All right. So this one, I'm at this point, I'm definitely, I think, using Joe Mixon because of the the focus he is in uh, in in uh, Cincinnati here. Boy, you know, if, if because you said Marson that it's a standard, I'm not as high on Harris if it's you know if 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 it's not a PPR scoring format. So I think I'm definitely using Chubb and Mixon here. Um, you know, I, and and I don't usually say you know I would not use Najee Harris, but in you know if it's if you're when you have so many great options there, 
um, and P- it's not a PPR scoring format, I think I actually would put uh, Harris on the bench. All right, thank you. All right, now good luck. I have one. Fire now I have quickly. one that's uh, a lot of bad options. Okay. I need to, I need to start two quarterbacks, and I have uh, Heineke, uh, Jones from uh, New York, and uh, Tannehill with no wide receivers against good defense. Boy, those are some brutal <laughs> options, and you need two of them? Yes. Oh, man. So I, Heineke is the first one for sure. And then, yeah, you know, I don't want I don't want any part of Tannehill against the Patriots defense. So I would go with Jones. Technically, uh, I could start a running back instead of a quarterback. That's an offensive player. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the, yeah, it's, but like as well, you know what? I would, I actually would use uh, Harris over, I would use Heineke and Harris and I would not use Jones in this situation. So yeah, I would yeah. use Najee Harris, and and, and you you know what? That's a perfect example because earlier in the show I said in a super flex format, there's almost no scenario where I can bench the quarterback. But believe it or not, Marson just uh, before the show wraps up gave me one where I said, you know what? I would use a stud running back over a bad quarterback in that scenario. Let's try Ron, who's in Schaumburg. Hey, Ron, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing this week? I'm doing well. How about you? I, I'm doing well, thank Good. you. It's a standard league. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a running back uh, dilemma. Okay. My two running backs are Cordell Patterson and St- Stevenson from New England. So, I have Latavia Murray. He's my only backup. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and I, I can pick up Ty Johnson. He's available. So, and is the, I'm sorry, is it standard or, or PPR, Ron? It's standard. Standard. Yeah, so in that in that scenario, uh, Ty Johnson not as appealing to me. Um, I would use Stevenson today. Over Patterson, I kind of want to see him out there. Uh, you know, he, and he still is a. You know, they're they're both listed as questionable. I think we feel more comfortable right now. That We're coming up in the two minute warning. This is the two minute warning, and that'll take us to the two minute warning. Well, there you go, two minute warning firing at you, Ron. Here, um, I would say I would go ahead and use uh, Ramondre Stevenson over Patterson today because of that high high ankle sprain. I need two of them. I need two. You need two. All right, so right. you know what? In that scenario, Ron, I'm using Patterson over Ty Johnson just because um, I don't. I want to see Ty Johnson play before. So that's one of the few scenarios where if Patterson's out there and active, I'd use him over Ty Jan- Johnson. Cool? And, and, and uh, just leave Murray on the bench. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, uh, you know, he's, he's maybe 10 carries, you know, and, and the problem is you've got Lamar Jackson running just as frequently as, uh, you know, taking away yardage from Murray and Freeman in the mix. So Murray's one of those guys who's like an absolute last-ditch effort. So I would uh, prefer not to use him if I don't have to. Okay, thanks, Jeff. All right, thank you, Ron. Appreciate the call. All right, quickly, rapid fire here. Ned in Lamont wants to know he's got Matthew Stafford or Kirk Cousins. Uh, I'm going to say at this point, Ned, I'm still using Matt Stafford, although I understand the reason and the temptation to use Kirk Cousins. Cousins has been really good this season, and so it's a situation where I understand why you'd consider it, but I'm still using Matthew Stafford in Sean McVay, I trust. And Crystal is in Tinley Park. She had a running back situation. She had Kareem Hunt, Elijah Mitchell, uh, Dalton Hilliard, not Dalton Hilliard, um, Hilliard from the Titans. Uh, I'm blanking on his first name, forgive me. And then uh, Johnson of the Jets. Crystal, I would use Hunt first and Mitchell second if you need to. All right, folks, that does it for me. Thanks for listening. Thanks to my man, Sean Davis, behind the glass. Up at 10, Fred Hubner, Brian Hanley. 
here for you talking Chicago sports on ESPN 1000. This has been the Fantasy Football Show presented by Twin Peaks.